Hey everybody, welcome to the WCBC Podcast. My name is Hunter. My name is Alan. And I'm Cody. And we are here, we are back. Um, very excited to be with you all and to continue talking about, um, what I say, dads and husbands. I think last time I said dads and fathers, which is the same thing, but... Um, yeah, we're just talking about um, what it means to be a dad, which, you know, if you want to hear more about that, I'd encourage you to go listen to the last two episodes where Cody and Alan talk about being fathers and what that means from uh, the Bible, but what that means from their perspectives. Um, Alan has two full-grown kids. He's a grandfather. Cody just had his first baby. Mm-hmm. So it was fun to sit here and listen to two different perspectives. Still got that new baby smell, don't he? Yes, he does, yeah. <laughs> he's he does, cute. He, I mean, we don't... I don't know how often. How often are you supposed to bathe the baby? Usually it's like, we do like every other day, usually. But yeah, <laughs> he, still, right. he still smells like fresh, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Perfect skin. It smells good. And their skin's you know what, so soft. Yeah. You know what granny beads are? No. Granny beads are when they like little, the skin gets dirty and the, where there's little creases in their neck, uh-huh. it rolls up in there. Little, uh, little, little balls of dirt. <laughs> that's nasty, man. Like, got dirt balls all over. Yeah, Get call it. Them granny beads. Granny, <laughs> granny beads. That's just. Appalachian information for you. Appalachian information. Wow. Well, um, but yeah, those were two good episodes. I'd encourage you. Last episode, too, we started transitioning to talk about what it means to be a husband. So today we're going to give you all about 20 minutes worth of info um, from the Bible about, um, more so about being the husband. And, you know, guys, I'll kind of start this off. Um, You know, being being a husband or or a wife, you know, either way is a gift i mean it's it's really a gift i mean that's the that's one of the first gifts you get in a relationship with a spouse um before a baby before anything i mean that's the that's the kickoff right there is getting the spouse and you know when you look at god's plan and you look at god's sovereignty and we're his children um you know god knows how to put people together and that's that's an amazing thing what God puts together, right? Let no man put asunder. And it's usually never what you what you figured it would Absolutely be. Absolutely not. Be. I mean, I think every man in here at some point in time before they met their spouse was like totally convinced, would bet everything they had that the person they're with is the one for them, and I I will be with this person or that person or this type of person. It never works out that way. Well, it's like, I mean, how many of how many people have been in a relationship? Before they're spouse, oh yeah, this is it. This is gonna be it. I'm yeah, gonna marry this, this person. Is it. Oh yeah, and you're absolutely. wrong. And, and that's the thing. It's like God's so good, and He knows who needs to be together. And so when you look at like marriage, I mean, it, it's a gift of God, and it's one of those things that, like, for instance, like Haley and I, um, I realize this a lot when we have disagreements. Um, like when I look at her, um, I love her, but like when her and I um, have a disagreement, for example. Um, I mean, she's the only person in the world that, like, we can get frustrated at each other, we can have something going on, and then all of a sudden it's like, man, we just kind of stop and we're like, you know what? We love each other way too much to mm-hmm. keep doing this. Like, let, let's solve this and move on. And it's like, so the bond you get with your spouse, yeah, you're not going to have that with anyone else. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's one of those things that, like, Man, when you're in it and you know God's in it and Christ is at the center of it and you're trying to keep that, you know, your aim on him as the target, that he he can really resolve 
a situation. Any any situation. He can. And, and it's just a beautiful thing because, like, my spouse is my best friend. She's my wife. Um, one day she's going to be the mother of my children. I, I mean, it's just one of those things, like, man, here, here's a person you get to spend your life with. Mm-hmm. And you make this covenant right between you, them, and God, before God. And you're making this promise. And it, it's a special opportunity that you get to have with that person. And so what I'm saying is, like, when I look at my relationship with my wife and the love I have with her, like the love I have for her and the love she has for me, it trumps all things, mm-hmm. all things, disagreements. I mean, even like when things are going great, you know what I'm saying? Like I look at her the same way when things are not going great and I'm like, Hey, I love you so much. And when you look at how God can bring two people together in the bonds of matrimony and intimacy, you know, two becoming one, like it's a beautiful, uh, ordinance kind of in a way that God's decreed, and it was given one of the us. First, it was one of the first ordinances. Yeah. Gave, you know. And, and, and that's the thing, Cody. It's like, when you look at that and you do it God's way, right? You do it the way he's intended it to be. There's really something special in it. Because it's like, for instance, like, I talk to Cody. But usually, like, when I reference Cody, mm-hmm. I reference Cody and Bree. Or Bree and Cody. Or Alan and Michelle. Yeah, because, or Hunter, because you're one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, yeah. To, you're together. And so it's like, yeah, physically we're together, but like in, in, in an intimate way, like even emotionally. I mean, y'all know like when your spouse is emotional and you can just go up to him and be like, hey, like I know something's off because I know you. Mm-hmm. So like, l- let's talk about it. Like what's going on? Um, and then there's like those weird moments where like you have this hunch, you know? Yeah. And you end up being right. So it's like, man, th- God given us the ability to be married um, and, and having that marriage between a man and a woman only. Yes. Um, it, it's a beautiful thing, but it's a beautiful thing that can't be taken lightly. And that's the point of this episode. And it's not for everybody. It's not for it's everybody. It's not. The Bible says that not all people, some will be single. Some, w- some will be. And, like, my thing is a lot of people are not with their true intentions. You you have to be. Everybody I talk about, they, they say, oh, I'm looking for my missing piece, your better half, your other half, somebody to complete me. That's I, I don't believe that's how that works. No, I, that's Christ. It, Christ is, you need to, in order for a godly union to happen, I can't come into, let's say I'm single, and I'm coming into a relationship with a woman, and I am in eager expectation for her to fill this God-sized hole that's in my heart and let's say you didn't get the love from your parents that you needed when you were younger you have these expectations of this other person and you get let down every time it's not realistic yeah it's not realistic or flaws like we have me and Bree have a single friend and she a couple years ago i said just describe the kind of man you like you know physically emotionally whatever she went through this list it was probably 30 minutes long you know like a very muscular very tall god-fearing you know pure a virgin um has his own hat like all these things and i was like i'm here to let you know that person doesn't exist because there was no it's people when the flaws start coming out because when you're in a marriage union you're gonna see the absolute worst and the absolute best of that person and you have to love them at their core, at their soul, and in between. A lot of people have these high expectations, and they say, uh, it just didn't work out. just didn't work out. No, it didn't work out because you expected them to be something that they're not. You wanted, you were in love with the idea of what you think this person should be, and then when they fall short, which they always do, it disappoints you and you lose interest because you're not looking for a union. You're looking for somebody to fix you or to complete you, and that's only something Christ can do. In fact, your spouse should make you better. Not fix your problems, make you better. And when I say better, they should point you to Christ. 
and hold you accountable, you know, to the things that you need help with in your life, and you do the same for them. So it's like marriage is not for everybody, but for those that it is for, I would encourage you, like, it's a big responsibility. I mean, specifically, um, Ephesians 5, which we referenced the last time, um, wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Since, like, some people don't like the idea of sub- submission, especially if you have, like, an e- egalitarian mindset, you know, of, of equality between a man and a woman. Um, every, I vote, sorry, but every woman deep at their core, when I don't care who they are, at some shape or form in time, their flesh hates that word. They're that idea of submission. It's just, Whoa. it's not in their nature. It's don't not, make assumptions, Cody. I'm just, say, I'm just saying, like, in some <laughs> shape or form, most of them will struggle at some point in well, their life. Well, can I be that. honest? I don't like that idea. What? Of some, like, I don't. I don't want to submit to anybody. Because oh, yeah. it, it's in, I think it's more than just that, Cody. I think it's people. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all. Like, there have been times, for instance, where, like, hey, they'll come to me and be like, hey, this needs to get done. Do you know what my response is? No. I'm not doing that. Don't tell me what to do. Yes. But it's not just her. Whether It could be a boss. It could be a parent. It could be anything. So, like, it's in us all. But, like, when you look at wives submitting to your own husbands, as to the Lord, pause. You, wow. Um, <laughs> some things are just not recorded, it's you know? Not, and it's yeah, okay. It's I all right. I say it, but uh, it's good. <laughs> I had a little malfunction, so we had to pause and come back in. But we're here. But, yeah, when you look at, like, wives submitting to your own husbands, like, wives, um, this is the Bible. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, wives submit. And th- this is someone who is... Uh, in, in the sense, rendering themselves under the obligation or direction of another. Yes. So it's like the wife is submitting to the husband. Well, here's a big part. As. So there's your, your, your simile, right? Your comparison using like or as. As to the Lord. So it's like as you submit to your husband, you're doing it as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I heard one preacher go through that. As you submit to the Lord, you also submit to your husband. And so it's like... Your dad being one of them. And so it's like mm-hmm. people look at that and they're like, well, that's not fair. That's not right. No, that that's marriage. When a wife respects her husband enough to submit to him only, but also to listen to him, to be with him, to love him, um, you're actually going to see in a marriage a husband in his form and responsibility submitting to his wife mm-hmm. only. So it's like when you look at complementarianism, which I would encourage y'all, we did a segment on that long time ago. Go check it out. We love complementarianism, um, where basically men and women complement each other as they fulfill their responsibilities. Mm-hmm. God has given them specifically that glorify God and complement each other. So it's like when you look at wives submitting, right? That, that that's a that's a call. Um, look, the husband's the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and 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 he himself is its savior. So it's like as Jesus is the head of the church, and the church submits to Christ. The Bible saying that. Okay, the man is the head of the house. Mm-hmm. We believe in that. We, we're not male chauvinists. Well, no, I'm just kidding. We're not. We don't... Um, it's just biblical. It's yeah, just we don't have it. that. I'm, I'm trying to think like that. Uh, um, it, I think a lot of people, when they say man is the head of the house, is like they, they imagine like, uh, like in Roman culture, the man had absolute total authority over well, that's, the household, like like property. Like they they feel like, oh, well, he just comes home and he calls the shots and she does everything and he just it's just you know my word is law. It's it's not what well, that's that, that's the problem is per, the perspective because uh, you know a lot of times when you think of somebody being the boss or being in charge or being uh, that 
concept is uh, the wrong concept mm-hmm. for a man to lead his home. It's n- it's not an authority. It's a responsibility, and I've said that before. And it's a big responsibility. It's, it's a responsibility that's God God has given us that a man should be humble in and have a desire to succeed mm-hmm. in having a family that wants to follow him, not forced to follow him. Same no. concept that God has, but the relationship that we have with God. God don't want to force us to serve him. God don't want to force us into a relationship with him. It's a it's a mutual love relationship. Same concept as marriage. We don't talk about it a lot, but uh, we, we talk about you know people who, whose households get out of order and, and, mm-hmm. and get out of uh, biblical yeah, perspective. Like, like well, mama, mama ain't happy. Yeah. nobody's happy. Yeah. Or we ask your mother; she's in charge. You we'll, know, we'll go, we'll go back to the we'll go back to the statement that we made earlier. Uh, you know, what if if folks aren't following? You need to question your leadership ability. Yeah, how are you leading? And, and it's like when you look at the household. I mean, it's one of those things that it's like. I heard a preacher say one time, you know, that the Bible talks about the the wife, the mother, right, being the the house, the keeper of the house, mm-hmm. making sure it's in order, making sure it's straight. And this preacher, I mean, this and this guy was old timey, but like he said, this is this is my view on that. Whatever my wife wants to do with our house, I literally don't care. Mm-hmm. He's like, if she wants to paint the walls, paint the walls. If she wants me to build something, I'll build it. Yeah. She wants to change something, I'll change it. If we need to add something, we'll add it. Within reason. And, and it's like, well, no, that's <laughs> no, the thing. Not like, hey, let's add 200 more square feet to this place. Uh, we can't afford that. Well, but but this is the thing. It's like, I mean, and I'm guilty of this too. How many how many times has a wife or some mine, right, or somebody come, like, hey, we're needing to do this because I think it would be better. And as the husband, as the man, I go, mm, no, I don't think that's right. I, I don't want to do mm-hmm. that. But like biblically, like, She's wanting to keep things in order. She's doing she, this for the benefit of our home. Mm-hmm. So, like, I need to get over myself mm-hmm. and put her interests above my and support her in that. Yep. Yeah, and I loved that that get that old timey guy, right, who came from that time, that environment of me, man, you, woman, you know, you cook, me eat. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, you know, whatever <laughs> she wants, do as I say. I'm I'm gonna fulfill that and submit to her in that that I can help. Now, obviously, within reason, right? You know, yeah. like, uh, it, like that goes both ways, though. Like, yeah. I need to go get me a new AR, baby. We <laughs> don't have that kind of a. You're, you know what? You're right. I don't need that. Install that cannon on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like uh, one time, what was it, Bree? Uh, my wife and her mother are the same way. There's like it's a never-ending home project over there, and I've seen my father-in-law. Sometimes he'd be like, "No, we don't need a giant more swing set. No, we don't have to build a deck." Because in women's minds, I feel like they have unrealistic expectations. Like they think that any Pinterest project can be accomplished in one day, like in one weekend. Like my wife, she said. I want to put a back door in, and this is how she thinks through. She just thinks, oh, you're a man. You can do this. So the the thing was at the back of our house, half of it's vinyl. The bottom half is brick. And in our wind, or in our kitchen, there's two windows side by side. You could actually put a door in right there. She thought that I could borrow a concrete saw, and in one weekend we would buy a door from a scratch and dent place, no measurements, Bring it to our house with no measurements, not knowing there, there, you know, there's wire running through the wall, and don't know if it's a load bearing wall. She was like, "Oh yeah, you just take the saw, you cut here, here, blow it out, and install it. Just put it in, just screws it right in." And I was like, about to do it, and then I got to think about it. Came to my senses, like, knowing my father-in-law, we. We don't know what we're doing. We can't do this. This is like, like I know what's going to happen. We're going to cut through this. We're going to cut the power off. 
Um, the door is not going to fit. We're going to have a giant hole there, and I'm going to have to call somebody on a Sunday to take on this project. After and, about three weeks, because you're not going to call immediately. Yeah, no, you no, we're going to have a hole in the wall, and it's going to rain. Yep. We're going to flood. You're going to have to put, like, uh, I'm gonna somebody exhaust. just lied. Somebody just told a yeah. good joke. No, you're gonna have to put that plastic. Yeah, and, and maybe and maybe that'll seal it off, and we'll basically freeze to and death. And when the it's wind the blows, it'll. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then we're and then we'll have to call our homeowners insurance because we didn't have a licensed professional come and do major construction on our new home with a UHDA loan. She was like, "Okay, whatever." Like I'm like, "No, you don't understand. That's like a big problem. It's, I can't do that." It's funny though because like. Haley, I could tell you a story, but for the sake of time, I won't. Sorry. But it's funny because, like, like, there's that part of it. But then there's times that Haley starts talking about some something, like a paint or, like, a matching. And I'm like, just paint it gray and then put every blue on everything else. Yeah. Just, that look good. And she's yeah. like, you don't understand. And then she starts explaining to me color concepts. I'm like, listen, These save your time. Colors. Save your time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, don't care, care but don't at the care. same time, I don't really understand the just, color thing. Just tell me how you're going to do it and how much it's going to cost. That's what I'm asking. Camouflage. Make it camouflage. Yeah. You're good, Jake. Hey, Jake. You can come in here. Come on in, buddy. Yeah. We're about done. Wrapping up. Okay. All right, all right. Um, yeah, but when you look at it, it's like, okay, I don't understand. But it, it's one of those things that, like, that's the compliment side. It's like, there's things you're going to offer, both of y'all, that are just going to compliment each other. And it's like, why? I mean, submission's one of those things that's like, some people don't like it, some people don't like that idea. It's not weakness. Some people struggle. Yeah, I mean, this is just it's, God's responsibility. It's, it's not, not weakness. It goes against, it's strong, in It my goes opinion. against everything that society's teaching Oh, yeah, that's men. a they don't, That's a fact. They are, t- they are teaching women to be in charge and men to be submissive. But, like, they you are. don't understand. A woman will want to submit to that. When you think of that old school man of like when he comes home, everybody has immediate respect for him. He's a joy to be around. He's not just a giant jerk. And one that like all those women, I saw a podcast once. It was a bunch of feminists talking to a, a, a group of conservative guys. And apparently they were just arguing like, I can defend myself. I don't need a man. You know, they're doing their whole spiel. And then somebody came and tried to break into the house that they were recording this in. And he had a gun. The moment that man stepped through the door, every one of them women hid under the table and was like, go get him, go get him to a man because they naturally want a man to lead them. But if you have a man that's submitted unto Christ and you know that his decisions are based on what God wants him to do, 90% of Christian women will not have Absolutely. a problem following that Absolutely. Man. Yeah, and it's like there, there's a strength in that. And then there's times where it's like, it's kind of the opposite in a way. Like Haley has some sort of like discernment about a situation or a person. Exactly. And not to go into deep, but then like she speaks up, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Alan, you, you and Michelle have been married. Well, I mean, Cody. I don't. I don't want to jump on the judgmental side of this because I have no reference material except my wife. Yeah. And God yeah. blessed me with her, and I'm thankful for her. And, and, and she is a, a very uh, submitted to our relationship and I can look down my nose at men whose house is out of order and, and say, you spineless man, what's wrong with you? Grow, grow a backbone. I can, I could do that, but I, I don't know what their situation's like. So yeah. here, here's my, here's my, here's my advice. Uh, the scripture that we're reading, man alive, the Bible's good for reproof. It's good for rebuke. It's good for profitable for instruction and doctrine, all those things. 
read it, know it, believe it, apply it, live it, and be that person who understands your position in the hierarchy of the family structure that says, hey, I'm going to lead this family. It's not my wife's responsibility. It's my responsibility as a man to lead the family. If they fail spiritually, like you understand, like, you know, in Ephesians 5, like we were reading, it said, you know, washing her and cleansing her through the word. That is your responsibility as a teacher. I've seen, like, even my parents growing up and other parents, they're, like, my grandparents, for an example, was a good time. If my grandma had a question about anything, especially biblical thing, I, it didn't matter if there was a biblical scholar standing in front of her. The first person she's going to is my grandpa. My wife is the exact same way. Yes, that's she the would, first person she goes to because it's your responsibility it, to be the teacher and the example to her. Even when you fall short, I had to this week. I've let some curse words slip because we have had a stressful, stressful week. And I had to come to her and say and, and deeply apologize. Like, And she's like, I just feel like we're arguing. Is our marriage falling apart? I'm like, no, it's not falling apart. It's because I'm willing to come to you and be humble like, hey, I, I messed up, yep. and I want to do better. Yeah, I said something that I never should have said. And, and, exactly. and this is the thing. It's, like, it's even like I look back this week. Mine wasn't necessarily curse words, but mine was I got angry. Yes. And I said some things, and mm-hmm. I looked at her, and I was like, I'm so sorry for acting so dumb because I was mad, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. And it's like a, a leader – and we're going to have to quit here in a second. We'll come back. We'll do another week of this. But, like, a leader is someone that's not this macho, like, I'm going to hide my feelings. I'm never, I'm going to be this stone wall. You better set the example. Yes, that's you what I'm saying. You better set the example. Like, a leader is somebody who's willing to, like, be like, you know what? Hey, I'm I'm going to lead you and set an example in the good things. But also in my mistakes, I want to show you and our kids how to apologize and be vulnerable and be like, you know what, I, I've really messed up and I'm sorry and I want to do better for our family. Because here in a minute, when we start talking about like husbands love your wife as he or whatever, love your wife as Christ, Christ loved the, the church, church and gave himself like, for her. Like when we talk about that, I mean, women hear submission, some ladies hear submission and like they're like, oh man, you know, that's a big one. As a man, I hear love your wife as Jesus loves the church. And I'm like, not that ours is more hard, but it's one of those things that when you look at both of the comparisons of submit yourself as to your husband as in the Lord, love your wife as Christ loves the church, both of those are calling for full submission unto Christ. And if you fully submit yourself unto Christ, even when you mess up in your role, guess what? Christ has a formula. Does. For apology, for repentance. They does. And that's the beautiful part. But guys, we'll have to stop right there and we'll All come right. back. Y'all good with that? Yeah, that's good. All right, sweet. Well, hey, we love you guys. Y'all got anything else? God bless. God, God bless. bless. We'll see you guys next time on the WCBC Podcast. <laughs>